This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. Now, some of you may not care too much about China or what's happening with the Iran nuclear deal, but work from home. Now, that should surely get a lot of you excited, and that's what we'll talk about now. Is work from home coming to an end? In the U.S., Apple has asked its workers to return to office. CEO Tim Cook has sent an email to all employees. He says they must be back in office for at least three days a week. That's three out of five working days. Apple's logic? Working from office will help employees reconnect with teams, also meet new colleagues in person. It's a fair point, and Apple is not alone in making it. Tesla, too, has asked its employees to return to work, except... There is no hybrid setup there. Tesla workers must clock at least 40 hours in office every week, which makes it an eight-hour workday for five days a week. Simply put, it's the end of work from home. Goldman Sachs, too, has recalled its employees, so has Netflix. In India, tech company TCS, or Tata Consultancy Services, has asked people to return to work. November is when employees are expected to be back. TCS says 95% of its staff is partially vaccinated, 70% have received all doses, so it's safe for them to return to work. But here's a question. Was work from home only about social distancing? Of course, the pandemic brought this hard reset, but work from home also triggered a wider shift in the work culture. It made work more flexible, more inclusive, more diverse. A parent who could not commit to nine hours in office could now log in from home and meet their targets. A specially abled person could now join the workforce from the comfort of their home. A nature lover could turn their holiday home into office and deliver assignments far from the madding crowd. Not too long ago, flexible working was being touted as the future of work. We all talked about it. Today, it seems to be becoming a thing of the past. So why is this happening? You see, while diversity and flexibility are ideal, what businesses really care about the most is productivity. And data shows that productivity has suffered because of work from home, at least in some sectors it has. Take, for example, Indian tech company Wipro. It decided to hold back variable pay of its employees. Do you know why? Wipro says the teams failed to achieve their targets. And come to think of it, it's not surprising. While work from home works well for individual contributors, teamwork definitely suffers could call me old school, but ask any team leader and they will tell you that video calls cannot replace face-to-face -face interactions and screen sharing cannot compensate for in-person presentations. Business leaders are well aware of this. So they're recalling employees to office. In India, 75 to 100% employees have returned to work in 35% of the organizations. Telecom and consulting sectors have seen the highest rate of return. How are employees coping with all of this? Many who complained about blurring lines between professional and personal lives are happy. Many who complained about overworking or working extra hours at home are also happy. But there are also many, many others who don't exactly like the idea of returning to work. And we understand why. Once a person has tasted the comfort of work from home, getting back to old ways can be difficult. Being stuck in traffic, spending money on work lunches, spending on work wardrobe, childcare, dropping and picking up children from a creche, none of it is easy. A survey conducted in April found that 64% of workers worldwide would consider quitting if asked to return to work full time. 52% said they would rather take a pay cut. 
and that too as much as 11%. Returning to work has been like a game of chicken. Workers did not want to come back, employers wanted them to. Workers knew they had a fluid job market to leverage. But a lot has changed recently. Courtesy of the economy, there's a looming recession and the job market is preparing for it. Some of the biggest companies in the world have announced hiring freezes. I'm talking about the likes of Microsoft and Google. Twitter too has announced a hiring freeze. It has also laid off 30% of its talent acquisition team. In July, Apple announced it is not looking to expand its headcount. In India, several startups have announced layoffs. By mid-July, some 34 Indian startups had asked employees to leave. This included unicorns like Misho, Cars24, Ola, MPL, Unacademy and Vedantu. What we're staring at is a fast-closing job market. For employees, it means less options. For an employer, it means leverage. It means that they will be able to get workers back to their desks. For workers, it means less bargaining power. But is the balance of power so simple? Can recession and the fall in Wuhan virus cases actually eliminate work from home? I would say it won't be so easy. You see, if businesses want to hire the best of talent, they will have to meet the employees halfway. And employees even today prefer flexible working. In fact, flexible working remains among the top three motivators for finding a new job. Even today, 87% workers in the U.S. say they will pick work from home if given a choice. By forcing return to work, businesses risk losing out on valuable talent. Like I said, they will have to meet workers halfway. In other words, businesses will have to come up with hybrid models. Allow some employees to work from home, some others to work from home and office alternatively, or co-locate, meaning allow employees to alternate between different offices across the country so that at least a portion of the team can be working from their home location on a given week. Several companies have already adopted this structure, the likes of Uber, Meta, ENY, JP Morgan, Disney. It's a long list. So coming back to the question, is work from home coming to an end? Well, for some companies, yes, it is. For some sectors, yes. But broadly, not yet. Flexible working remains the future of work, whether companies like it or not. And its foundation is built on a fundamental acceptance that it is okay to have some team members work from home as long as their productivity is not suffering. I think this debate or this flux in the work market, job market, should force companies to relook re at how they evaluate talent. Is it based on the number of hours spent in office? Or is it based on what they bring to the table? Tell us what you think about it.